You are now listening to the London International Christian Church Podcast. Let's pray. Father God, thank you so much for today. We know that there's a lot of work to be done. There's a lot of work to be done in our hearts, and there's a lot of work to be done here in London. I pray that you move me aside, and you speak to your people. You help your people, you understand your calling, understand what, they, what we have to change in our life this week. Father, I pray that we can just do your will, and put our will to the side. We thank you, we love you, it is in your son's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Turn into your Bibles to Genesis chapter 1. Verse 27, it said, God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. Isn't this awesome to know that you are created in the image of God? Verse 28 says, God blessed them and he said to them, be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, and over every living creature that moves along the ground. And the church said that God has given you authority over this earth. <coughs> and the title of this charge simply comes out of this lesson, uh, simply come, comes out of the scripture, be fruitful and multiply. The word fruit is the sweet and fleshy product of a tree or other plant that contains seed and can be eaten as food. It's also the result or reward of work and activity. Now the word multiply is the obtain is obtained from another which contains the first number a specific number of times. So you have one 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 and one. It's a multiplication of ones. So you multiply something. You can multiply yourself. And we see that we can't make disciples of ourselves. We've actually got to multiply disciples of Jesus. It also means to increase or to cause to increase greatly in number or quantity. Be fruitful and multiply. Let's go to Ezekiel chapter 1. Now, there was this man, he owned a Mercedes Benz. It was a 2003, 2000, 2003, 2010 SLR McLaren. And this Mercedes Benz, the doors, they open upwards. Right? And uh, the, the car, depending on which one, even the top can come off. So this guy had his Mercedes Benz. He had a full tank of gas. The Mercedes Benz, it goes from 0 to 60 in 3.3 seconds. 
As he was driving his Mercedes Benz, he had the back, he had the top open. He had his hair blowing in the wind. He had his arm on the side, and he was carefree. He was going down the highway. Now, because he loved driving his Mercedes Benz so much, he heard a beeping sound. And so he looked down as he was driving, and he sees that he's running on E, which means he's running on empty. So the man starts to get a bit uncomfortable and a bit agitated because there's no gas station nearby. There's no petrol nearby. And he slowly takes his foot off the gas pedal because he's afraid of running out of all his petrol. And it's interesting that he starts to take his foot off the gas pedal because he fears he will run out of gas. You know, we all have spiritual gas tanks. And some of us in the East have taken our foot off of the pedal because we're afraid we're going to run out of gas. Why? Because you're running on empty. You haven't filled your spiritual gas tank. And it becomes impossible to be fruitful and to multiply. It's time to fill your gas tank and don't take your foot off the gas pedal. My first point, fill your spiritual gas tank. Fill your spiritual gas tank. There are three types of spiritual gas tanks. There's a full tank. Now, if you have a full tank, amen. A full tank means you're seeking God every day with all your heart. You're giving your all to whatever God wants you to do. That's a full tank of gas. If you're there, amen. you got the half, uh, half full. Some will argue that it's half empty. This is someone who wants to do the will of God, but chooses not to do the will of God. doesn't make any sense. And then you got those who are running on empty. That there's nothing left, hardly. And that eventually, you'll stop going. Question. Do you want to fill your spiritual gas tank? Because if you don't want to fill your spiritual gas tank, there's no point for you being here. If you don't want to give God your everything, there's no point of being here. But if you want to give God everything, if you want to fill your spiritual gas tank, all it takes is a decision. A decision to say, I want to fill it up. And I'm going to help you and show you how to fill the spiritual gas tank. Ezekiel chapter 1. Now we know Ezekiel, um, the book of Ezekiel, he sees a lot of visions. And we're going to look at the first vision he sees. And he sees these, these four living creatures. And they, they all have a head of a human, um, a head of a lion, a head of an ox, and a head of an eagle. And so Ezekiel, I, I can just imagine how freaked out Ezekiel is probably, probably is right now. And so we're going to pick it up in uh, chapter 1, verse 27. <clears throat> it says, I saw that form, I saw that from what appeared... To be his waist up, he looked like glowing metal, as if full of fire. 
And that from there down, he looked like fire. And brilliant light surrounded him. Like the appearance of a rainbow in the clouds on a rainy day. So was the radiance around him. This was the appearance of the likeness of the glory of the Lord. When I saw it, I fell face down. And I heard the voice of one speaking. He said to me, Son of man, stand up on your feet and I will speak to you. As he spoke, the Spirit came to me and raised me to my feet. And I heard him speaking to me. We'll stop there real quick. When God is speaking to you, or when you allow God to speak to you, you start to activate the spirit that God has given to you. You see here it says, the spirit came into me and I raised, it raised me to my feet and I heard him speaking to me. When you allow God to speak to you, it may be through the sermon. It may be through a brother or sister. It may be through a, a, a discipling time, a mentoring time. If you allow God to speak to you, that's when you start enabling the Holy Spirit. Verse 3. He says, Son of man, I'm sending you to the Israelites, to a rebellious nation that has rebelled against me. They and their ancestors have been in revolt against me to this very day. Sounds a lot like London, right? Verse 4. The people to whom I'm sending... Sending you are obstinate and stubborn. Say to them, this is what the sovereign Lord says. Whether they listen or fail to listen, for they are rebellious people. They will know that a prophet has been among them. And you, son of man, do not be afraid of them or their words. Do not be afraid, though bears and thorns are all around you and you live among scorpions. Do not be afraid of what they say or be terrified by them, though they are rebellious people. You must speak my words to them, whether they listen or fail to listen, for they are rebellious. But you, son of man, listen to what I say to you. Do not rebel like that rebellious people. Open your mouth and eat what I give you. Then I looked and I saw a hand stretch out to me. And it was a scroll which he unrolled before me. On both sides of it were written words of lament and mourning and woe. And he said to me, Son of man, eat what is before you. Eat this scroll. Then go and speak to the people of Israel. So I opened my mouth. And he gave me the scroll to eat. Then he said to me, Son of man, Eat this scroll I am giving you and fill your stomach with it. So I ate. And it tasted as sweet as honey in my mouth. And the church said, isn't this awesome? Ezekiel has his vision. He hears the word of God. God tells him to eat. Ezekiel says, okay, I'll submit, I'll eat. And Ezekiel said, it tasted as sweet as honey. If the word of God hasn't tasted sweet to you, it's because you're not accepting the word of God into your life. When you fully surrender and accept the word of God, it is so sweet. It is so good. It is so awesome. You feel so amazing because you're seeking God with your whole heart. We see before Ezekiel preached, he had to eat the word of God. 
Before we start our day, we've got to start with God. Question. What tank are you filling? What tank are you filling? Are you filling the tank of pride? You know, being disobedient fills this tank. When you're disobedient, you're filling your pride. You're feeding your pride. When you come to church depressed and down, you're feeding your pride. When you choose not to repent when someone tells you what to do, you're feeding your pride, not your spiritual gas tank. What about the tank of pornography? When you feed your tank of pornography, what you've been watching, what were you listening to? What were the words coming out of your mouth this week? Was it worldly or was it godly? Are you feeding the tank of pornography? The tank of negativity. London is busy. The weather is terrible. People here are miserable. I'm miserable. No one loves. No one cares. Oh, legalism. Oh, I can't take it. Tank of negativity. The tank of sleep. Sleep for hours and hours and hours, and then when you wake up, you still feel tired. The tank of sleep. You know, I, I've, I've been really going after waking up 5 a.m. every morning in my life. And um, I start waking up at 5, and then I call some brothers to wake up at 5, and then some of the brothers fall away, and then I gotta restore some of the brothers. And then the next day I may fall away and then I've got to restore myself and that's how it's been. But what, 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 what's, what's, what's the difference? I'm going to continue to seek God with all my heart until I die. No matter how much I mess up, no matter what mistakes I make, I'm going to give God my whole heart. What about you? When you mess up, when you make a mistake, because you will, are you going to use that as an excuse to say, I can't do it? To say, ah, I'm not even going to seek God because I... We all mess up. We all make mistakes. There are some things that's taking us year after year to overcome. But it's all about a decision. If you're here for the first time, I want to challenge you to to make... you, you You may have been running on E for your whole life. On empty. And I want to challenge you to study the Word of God. Study the Bible with the person that brought you out so you can start filling your spiritual gas tank. Maybe you've had a full tank before. But week after week, day after day, year after year, the spiritual tank has decreased, decreased, and decreased. And you have chosen not to do anything about it. Today is the day. To decide to fill that spiritual gas tank and seek God with all your heart. I want to give uh, give the church a challenge. Go back to seeking God. Go back to giving God everything. And if you don't want to seek God with all your heart, you just don't want to be a disciple. (coughs) And if you choose not to seek God with all your heart, then you're not going to be a disciple. 
then you may have to get restored. Or you may just stop coming. Well, we got to go back to seeking God with all of our heart. Now, when we seek God with all of our heart, we will be fruitful. And that's my second point. Be fruitful. Let's go to John chapter 15. Be fruitful. Verse 1. Jesus says, I am the true vine. And my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch of me that bears no fruit. But every branch that bears fruit, he prunes. So be given a beat. So that it will be even more fruitful. Verse 3. You are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. Remain in me as I remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither you can bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine. You are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me... You can't, you can do nothing. If you do not remain in me, you are like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up, thrown into the fire, and burned. If you remain in me, and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. This is my Father's glory that you bear much fruit. Showing yourselves to be my disciples, and the church said, Amen. Another cranking scripture. Yeah. Jesus says, I am the true vine. The Father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch that bears no fruit. That's scary. There may be an axe at some of our feet right now, and God is ready to cut you off. Why? Because you refuse to give God everything. You refuse to seek God. How does this work? Well, some of us die slowly. We're running on that E. And we're about to die out. Here, Jesus says, No branch can bear fruit by itself. Showing that if you're trying to do things your way, it's not going to work. You try to do things without God, it's not going to work. What does that mean? You actually may be successful, but it doesn't mean anything. You may earn a lot of money, but it means nothing. Without God, you can't do anything. It means nothing. Jesus says, remain in me. As I remain in you. And it says that the branch that bears fruit will be pruned. Now prune means a cleaning or or, or even a cutting. It it said that uh, the father is the gardener. I don't know if any of you has ever gardened before. Yeah, Yeah, a little bit. (laughs) Sort of. Try to, fail to. Cool. So, let's say we got two plants. Let's say two sunflower seeds. You know sunflowers? So they actually grow quite big and so on, tall. So you got two sunflowers. One of them is black. It's bent over like this. It smells. 
there's maggots all over it. And it's in your garden with your beautiful flowers. What are you going to do with it? You're going to pull that thing right out. You're going to pull it back. You're not going to cut the head off. You're going to get on. You may get on your knees or whatever. You're going to grab it by the bottom. And you're going to pull the root out. Right? The root's going to be told. So it's not going to grow anymore. Now, let's say you got a, the, the next sunflower. It's looking good. Okay. But it has some leaves that are burnt. They're just black. Are you going to leave it on that sunflowers? What are you going to do? You're going to, you're going to trim it. You're going to cut those pieces off. And that's how it is when we bear fruit. There's still, in a sense, a pain of cutting. There's still a pain of, I've got to change. Even though I'm fruitful, I still need discipling. Even though the church may be growing, there's still a rebuke, there's still a correction. So don't think because you're going to be fruitful doesn't mean no one's going to call you to change something in your life. Now, at the end, in verse 8, it says, this is to my Father's glory, that you bear much fruit, showing yourself to be my disciples. Jesus says, fruit shows that you're his disciples. That is there, if there's no fruit, that shows that there may be a situation in your life, or there may be something happening that is causing you to stop being a disciple. You know, I want to lift up, um, lift up our brother Jermaine. Um, on Friday, he found out his um, auntie died. And Jermaine didn't use this to get bitter at God. He could have. He didn't use this to get mad at the church or get mad at uh, um, what God is doing in his life. He didn't allow it for he, he didn't allow this to, for him to miss church today. It just happened on Friday. He could have actually missed church. But he did not allow that. Why? Because Jermaine says, I just want to give God everything. I want to seek God through every situation in my life. And I believe God is going to allow Jermaine to be very fruitful because of this. God is going to produce fruit out of this. You know, I think about my life. <clears throat> At the age of about 15, 16, I was in a, a two-year relationship, which was impure, um, impure and, um, and chaotic. Uh, my mother was uh, diagnosed with breast cancer and had both her breasts removed. Um, I just had a, a major knee um, operation. And I didn't have a dad in my life to teach me what it means to be a man. And at that time in my life, things were falling apart. But as I look back, I realize even though I thought things were falling apart, actually things were falling into the right places. And God allowed this mess to be turned into a message. You may be living a mess right now. Things are just messy. Your life is messy. The impurities that you've gotten into is messy. But you can allow God to turn this mess into a message. You may be going through a tough time. 
things may be just falling in the wrong places. But actually, they're falling into the right places. Why? Because you're here right now listening to the Word of God. Things are falling into the right places because God wants you to seek Him with all your heart. God wants to turn your mess into a message. Question, will you let Him? Will you let God into your life to turn your mess into a message? Now, when we give God our whole heart, we, we fill our spiritual gas tank, we will be fruitful, and we will multiply. Mm. And that's my third point. Multiply. Let's go to Mark chapter 3. Bring it in for a close. Mark chapter 3, verse 13. Jesus went up to a mountain and he called to him those he wanted and they came to him. He appointed 12 that they might be with him and that he might send them out to preach and have authority to drive out demons. These were the 12. He appointed Simon to whom he gave the name Peter, James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John. To them he gave the name Borangus, which means sons of thunder. Verse 18, Andrew, Philip, Bartholomew, Matthew, Thomas, James, son of Altheus, Thaddeus, Simon the Zealot, Judas, who betrayed Jesus, and we'll stop there. Jesus multiplied. Jesus multiplied, and he got 12. 12 who done the ministry of Jesus. 12 who preached around the whole world and did what Jesus taught them to. Now, Jesus understood that life is a gift. So your life is a gift. Your life is a gift. You got to believe this. You are special. You were created in the image of God. Your life is a gift. Now, life is a gift from God, and how we live our life is a gift to God. Are you living a worthy gift to God? And when Jesus multiplied, He got the sons of thunder. You know, we have sons of thunder in this room. And that's Chris Worth and Jonathan Ho. Now, Chris Worth is like that white lightning. He's, he's grown as fast as lightning. And Jonathan, his voice is like an amazing thunder sound. And when, when Jonathan sings... It makes me want to change my life and focus on God. And they're the sons of thunder on Queen Mary. Whose life have you honestly been impacting? Whose life have you impacted? Whose life this year have you impacted? Very quiet. Shows that not a lot of us have really gone after impacting people. 
And we're so focused about our own problems, about our own situations, that if we focus on helping others, I believe God will take care of it. God will have your back. God will provide for you financially. God will take care of your troubles. God will help you with your convictions because you're focusing on helping other people. We've got to stop being selfish. I can't come up here and preach selfishness every week. Who have you helped? We got to have some hot follow up, like some spicy follow up. What does that mean? You got to call people up. Hey, man, when's the last time you've come to church? When's the last time you prayed? When's the last time you just thought about God? Got to follow up with people. Invite people out. There are people out there that want to see God. We just got to find them. You know, um, it was awesome this week on Thursday morning. uh, Well, Wednesday night, uh, this gentleman reached out to me. And it was someone that uh, that I knew in America. And I had went to the same church that he was going to. And uh, he was on vacation. He was doing a bit of traveling. And he was in London for a couple days. So Thursday morning, I went to meet him. And you know what he said? He said, wow, Sean. I am so impressed with you. I am so amazed. You, you look amazing. You look good. You're doing great things. Uh, how does he know this? Because he's watching. Yeah. He's, people are watching you. Your friends, your family, they're watching what you do on Facebook, on Instagram, social media, Snapchat, WhatsApp, whatever. People are watching. They're watching your acts. They're they're, they're, they're wondering, okay, what's what's Harry going to be up to this year? What is is he doing? I saw what he did last year, but what what is he going to do this year? You know, what's the... is Elizabeth still doing that same? Is Elizabeth still with that church? What is she? Is she doing something? I, I, I bet she's doing something different. This is what they're thinking. What's, what's, what, is, is Chris Worth still, still as zealous as he was a year ago? Let's find out. People are watching. We got to have hot outreach. We got to spice up our outreach. We've got to be creative. You know, it, it's super um, cool. He, on I think on that same day, Thursday, um, I met a guy named um, Olachi and Esther. And uh, I, I just uh, invited him out to church. And he was like fired up. He was like, my God, what's up, man? I was like, what's up, dude? Uh, and it was cool. And we, we, we had a great conversation. And Esther came out to church. And Olachi, he came out to um, the campus devotional. And he enjoyed it. Man. And we're going to play basketball. Man. And I'm going to beat him. <laughs> and it's going to be... Don't tell him that. Yeah. <laughs> right, that's awesome. I'll, I'll speak to him later on. He's 6'4", actually. So he'll probably uh, destroy me, actually. Uh, but, um, but honestly, we, we've got to be very creative. We've got the people. We've got the talent. We just got to fill our spiritual gas tank. Take your evangelism to the next level. Be creative on how you reach out to people. Post that ad on Gumtree. 
Start a YouTube channel. That's devoted to God. Start an Instagram page. That's devoted to God. Go on all these different social media to to uh, reach uh, to share your faith and reach out to people. When we fill our spiritual gas tank, we will be fruitful and we will multiply. And to God be all the glory. We would like to thank you for listening to that episode of the podcast. If you would like video versions of these episodes, whether it's sermon highlights or interviews, feel free to check us out on our website or view them on our YouTube channel. That's londonchurch.org.uk. That's L-O-N-D-O-N-C-H-U-R-C-H dot org dot UK. And for all other updates and information, whether it's services, events or devotionals you can find all that on our website also once again we'd like to thank you for listening and we'll catch you on the next one